readers. Uh, happy Sunday. I am sitting here with one of my three cats, Sylvia Plath. She's going to keep me company today. I don't know if you can hear her purring, but she's purring quite loudly. I don't know if she's as excited to read this book as I am or if she is just here for the cuddles, but Sylvia will be joining us today. I am going to be reading the book that was published in 2017 called Izzy Gizmo. It was written by Pip Jones and illustrated by Sarah Ogilvy. It's a book that I often use during the Significant Inventions Unit that is my final social studies unit in fourth grade. It's also a really fantastic picture book with a wonderful message. So that's the reason why I've selected it for our second second book on Once Upon a Time. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who listened uh, last week. It was amazing to be able to have conversations in the classroom, both with parents and students, about their experience listening to last week's um, story. So here we go. Izzy Gizmo. Izzy Gizmo, a girl who loved to invent, carried her tool bag wherever she went. In case she discovered a thing to be mended or a gadget to tweak to make it more splendid. But the trouble with things that have dials and switches is they don't always work. They have certain glitches. The T. Mendes, for instance, did such a fine job till it popped a piston and off dropped a knob. Then the swirly speg sonic for eating spaghetti turned grandpa's wallpaper into confetti. The beard-tastic had Grandpa nearly perfectly styled till the foam overflowed and the clippers went wild. While Isabel, who was so clever and bright, would get rather cross when things didn't go right. And she huffed, it's too tough, I've had it, I quit. She kicked her invention and called it a twit. Isabel fumed, Grandpa smiled and chuckled. You can't just quit, cause that thingy bob buckled. Now trust me, young lady, sometimes you need to try again and again if you want to succeed. Perhaps Grandpa was right, but still Isabel sighed. She picked up her tool bag and wandered outside. Kicking the stones on the path as she walked, Izzy jumped at a bump, up ahead something squawked. From the clouds, a poor crow had taken a tumble and landed kapoof in a feathery jumble. Izzy ran to the vets, but he just shook his head. His wing is too broken to fix, the doc said. Perhaps take him home and there you could try to teach him to live as a crow who can't fly. Day after day, Izzy thought she had found something fun for her crow to do on the ground, like digging for worms and racing fat slugs, hopscotch and hoopla and searching for bugs. But the heartbroken crow simply gazed at the sky and the other birds sang and flew happily by. One night with the crow in the folds of her sweater, Izzy sighed, oh, I wish I could make him feel better. I've tried, he won't play, he won't drink, he won't eat. She was so very close to admitting defeat. Grandpa said, Izzy, don't give up on him now. I know you can do it, just work out how. Then Grandpa passed Izzy her gadgety things and she knew what to do. I'll invent some new wings. Izzy piled up her books and she started to read. Then she made a long list of the things she would need. She searched for some batteries and old electronics, dismantled a mixer and the swirly speg sonic. 
The crow watched, entranced, and he held Izzy's drill while she bent, bashed, and battered, and walloped until... Ta-da! Izzy fastened the wings with a strap, but they hummed and they twitched, far too heavy to flap. Ah! Izzy yelled. I'm no good at succeeding. The crow softly cawed, his beady eyes pleading. What now? Izzy cried. Try again, Grandpa said. Okay, follow me. And with that, off she sped. Izzy dove in a pond where she borrowed a pump. Then she took from an engine two sprockets a sump. Izzy fastened the wings. They were light. They were curvy. But the wings, the wrong shape, turned the crow topsy-turvy. I give up, Izzy yelled with a furious frown. The crow sadly cawed as he hung upside down. Izzy unscrewed the head from the shower, found special circuits to adjust the wing's power. And finally, using her trusty old pliers, she borrowed the motors from two big blow dryers. Yes, Izzy said, the right shape, perfect weight, but one wing flapped madly. The crow couldn't fly straight. I've had it, yelled Izzy, heading straight for a bin, but the crow blocked her path. He wouldn't give in. Izzy twizzled and tinkered, and using his beak, the tip-tapping crow gave the screws a good tweak. Then he loosened the cog from Grandpa's old mixer. You can fly, Izzy cried. Oh, your name should be Fixer. After two loop-the-loops, Fixer came into land and stood happily cawing upon Izzy's hand. You've tried very hard, Grandpa said, and succeeded. You kept at it, Izzy. You did what was needed. But don't pack your tools up. Your day's not quite ended. A few things around here now need to be mended. And that is Izzy Gizmo by Pip Jones and Sarah Ogilvie. I really hope that you liked this book. It reminds me of so many students and kiddos that have been in my life who love to tinker and toil and pull things apart and put things back together. And I also really liked the relationship that develops between the main character, Izzy, and the crow, uh, who clearly is dealing with a disability, and Izzy is using her ingenuity to help the crow live a life in a different way that is assisted with these, with the tools and uh, the, the wings that she crafts for him. So I, I love the message of this book and the fact that the author, that Pip Jones was able to write an entire storybook with such a nuanced and developed message in, in rhyme, the whole book is written in rhyme. I just thought that was absolutely stupendous and um, what a great author. And I really invite you to come into the classroom and take a look at this book because Sarah Ogilvie does such a good job of drawing pictures. Um, this uh, character is drawn, uh, Izzy Gizmo is drawn as a, a girl of color and um, the illustrations are fantastic. I think that there's watercolors used and marker and it's just, it's so beautifully done and it really brings um, alive the, the words of the author. So yeah, come by, check it out. I hope you've loved this episode of Once Upon a Time and yeah, happy reading. Have a wonderful week. Bye.